It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to, but I can't clip that for short. There's no way. <laughs> Just, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't I, yeah. No. If we ever do get monetized, well, that will get us demonetized. <laughs> That's demonized. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, don't prune us, right. YouTube. <laughs> no, yeah, that. That's great. Don't prune us, YouTube. <laughs> Welcome to May the Review be with you with Nick and Joe. I'm Joe. I'm Nick. And today we're talking about Loki season one, episode one, glorious purpose. No, wait, sorry. Season two, episode six, glorious purpose. (laughs) Nick, never before have I wished that we had done this podcast like years ago, like when Loki season one had going on, because I absolutely would have just replayed the track of me doing that right now just to like get our Ouroboros going uh <laughs> just, just would have loved that but you know that's that's not it's not what we do we we don't we can't time slip and uh you know uh time for us is uh hindsight hindsight's 2020 so how about that how about that uh how about that oh what a fantastically done episode um I don't even know where to begin. Uh, okay, you so first. like r- real quick notes here. Um, so this is a first for for Nick and I. Um, we are coming off the heels of this episode. I think each of us probably like about 90 minutes after having watched it. If yep. that, that's all yep. right. Yeah, yep. so we, we are fresh, uh, fresher than we were for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I think that was a 24-hour turnaround. Um, a lot quicker here. Um, and yeah, Nick, I'm, I'm in a similar boat to you. I am, I'm pretty jazzed from this episode. Uh, this, this ended in pretty much, uh, the way that I, you I hoped. Yeah. You, the way you, I hoped. You predicted it. You, yeah, you had, a, you called it. You absolutely called the ending. Um, but it was, it was even more fantastic than I expected. So let's, let's, Same. uh. Let's let's just hit it from the beginning, right? So, okay, okay, man. We open we open with uh, Loki time slipping back to the moment before the loom, or rather, the moment that Victor Timely is walking down the stairs to try and um save the loom from from uh, destruction, basically. Well, actually, that's not true. It was it was to save the loom from overloading because not. It wasn't the loom wasn't going to just 
Brit in that moment. The, the loom isn't what breaks. It's the it, the timelines overload and rip a hole in everything. Which is, now I'm already confused. But <laughs> Dude, so so that's actually I, I feel like that's what's so amazing and beautiful about this episode. This episode has so much going on in it, but at the same time, as like wonderfully complex as it is the actual like plot line of this episode is probably like one of the most simple plot lines of like all 12 episodes of this series. It's literally just can Loki stop the end of time. And like, that's, right. that's the whole episode, right? Yeah. Like it's him just trying every combination yep. he can come up with. And, and I, love, I love how in the episode they, he starts with like the smallest amounts of time that he's trying to make it at work right like at the very beginning it's like okay how quick can i explain victor timely the directions because 30 seconds quicker is going to be enough to he's trying to buy not, seconds like yeah. he's buying seconds at the beginning and then he starts to buy minutes and then he's buying days and then he's buying then he's buying centuries and becoming a, a well-renowned engineer and physicist and quantum physicist, like unbelievable. <laughs> so, so I want to, I want to highlight that moment. There were a couple, there were a couple times in this episode where like, I, I, I felt myself go oh, like right. more, more than once. And that moment, the centuries, like later, uh, centuries yeah, the, later is what yeah, it said. Yeah. The, the cue card for centuries later, that was one of those moments for me. Um, it, you know what? Some heroes uh, sacrifice themselves for the greater good of the universe and they die with a snap. Uh, other heroes study physics for hundreds of years to save everything. You tell me what's harder. I know what my answer would be. I don't want to study physics for hundreds of years. That sounds like hell. It's so... like. It, it, I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of different things in between that happened before that, but it's really just the the nitty gritty of it is just like, you know, trying to buy time to figure out how to stop the branches from overloading the loom and ripping a hole in time. Right? That's what the, he's trying to do, and yes, <laughs> and having to travel back a hundred hundreds of years just to be able to study enough of physics to be able to build the right device is just like an incredible plot line and now loki is like one of the smartest people in the universe <laughs> dude right so like, like when, when when this show forward he's one of when, the smartest movie in, in the universe <laughs> when with the conclusion of this show which i i think we can safely assume that's it uh there is no there's not going to be a loki season three it doesn't seem like it well, that's um, an interesting point already that's a good point too well, well, think about it. At the end of Loki season one, uh, we got that uh, mid credit scene where someone stamps like a pile of papers and you get Loki will return in season two. Right. 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 We didn't get that stamp. No approval. Right. No approval for season right. three. Um, right. But I, I wanted to get back to what you were saying. Uh, yeah. Loki being one of the smartest people uh, in the MCU. I think he's also now the most powerful character in the yeah. mcu there, yeah. there's no one <laughs> like he did it he, he he's yeah, everything he, he's quite literally uh stronger than thanos with infinite six infinity stones in oh a way. oh it's child's play now right it's right? child's like, play it's unbelievable um yeah. 
which I imagine is going to bode very well for the multiversal war that is on the way. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. The fact, that, the fact that that is like solidified and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, guess what, guys? Loki chose to believe Sylvie and believe in Sylvie and believe that free will should be what's decided. And because of that, hundreds of different versions of He Who Remains are coming. And it's going to get crazy. <laughs> I think the moment now that I'm looking forward to most in the entire MCU is uh, this has to happen. Uh, it'll either be in uh, in the Kang movie with the Avengers, which the name of that is escaping me. Kang, Kang Dynasty? Kang War? Kang Dynasty, thank you. Yeah, Kang Dynasty Avengers or... Uh, Secret Wars Avengers. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely going to be a moment where Thor is finally reintroduced to Loki, oh, and like it's it's just got to be this moment of like, oh, 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 are are you kidding me? Like, what? You're never actually going to die, are you? Like, it's never actually going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I cannot wait for that. Well, but here's the thing: because of all the timelines now, just being run they're like just like and there's millions now right like they're all all over the place like that means there's also a ton of different versions of loki so like thor might have that moment but it might be with a different like four different lokis before it's his actual brother that he knows the thor that we know right because like now there's gonna be there's a thor and all these timelines like not maybe in everyone but we're gonna have like it's gonna be ridiculous. Like we're gonna have multiple versions of these superheroes allegedly, and uh, it's just gonna get wild. I don't know how they're gonna keep it all like consistent straight. and straight, <laughs> not confusing. I'm already confused. Um, yeah, I, uh, this episode alone, I was amazed with how well they kept track of everything. Uh, yeah, with it, how- it was done so well. Yeah, with how out of order everything is shot. Uh, yeah. It's so interesting, so cool. Um, this is another, for me at least, this is another home run uh, for uh, same directors that I, that have been banging the drum on here. Yep. Uh, Ju- Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead checking. Yep, Eric Martin has written every single episode this season. Um, he only wrote two episodes uh, in season one. Would you like to guess which two episodes Eric Martin was responsible for? In season one, mm-hmm. uh, the episode where they are at the end of time. That's one. You got that. Which episode was that? Five? Uh, episode six uh, for okay, all time, six. always for all time. always. OK. And then uh, the first one, maybe. God, how amazing would that have been if he did glorious purpose and glorious purpose? Yeah, God, yeah, I yeah. wish I uh, wish that was the case. It's not. Yeah, it's um, not no, okay. he. He wrote uh, episode four, the Nexus event. Uh, oh, where it, dog. That, yeah, that is one of my favorite episodes of the whole series. That's a good that one. That's such a good episode. That's a good one. I kept, and you know what? Like To talk about that real quick, I kept waiting in this season for there to be a moment between him and Sylvie again where they like, mm. or like, you know, like love, like changed, like did something that wasn't supposed to happen, you know? And I get—I don't know—I wonder what the reason was for them not going with that plot line again, because like we really didn't get much more from that. We didn't get anything about that this season, right? There were some moments, and there were some like—I mean, I guess you can make a case that we did get that, but it was more in dialogue, right? And and not actual like. I mean, you're tough. right. It's tough, right? It's it, it's it such a 
big moment and it felt like the I guess we I guess we get that when he like can't kill her at the end of this episode, right? When mm. he's going through this he's he's doing everything he can to try to save the 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 branch the branches from over overloading and this, he's trying to save the failsafe from not having to be activated and the only way to do that is to kill Sylvie because she will not hold back and she's like in every version she's going to kill he who remains it doesn't matter no matter what loki says right and yeah it's a constant yeah. and i guess because he can't kill her maybe that is a way of the writers and the to to be like this is us taking what happened in that episode in season one and the nexus event from uh we're, we're implementing that here but in a different way by loki not being able to kill her potentially i don't know it's interesting that was um oh my god we we learned what that's called in um did you watch what if i forgot uh a few but i i didn't watch all did of you it. watch uh the, the did you watch the best episode the doctor strange episode oh yeah yeah god that episode's so good um that that's called something I, I can't remember exactly what it was but it's it's an event that you can't change no matter like how hard you try you remember oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like yeah i feel like yeah. that's that's what that is is sylvie yeah. killing or at least sylvie wanting to kill right. uh he who remains, he who remains. Yeah, yeah that that cannot change so uh, sorry what were you saying no, no, that, that was basically the that end of that it. point. Okay. Yeah, I, I will. I will just add. Um, you know, you were talking about like them not really exploring that uh, this season, and you're right. I they didn't really explore that this season, um, too much. I, I I think everything we needed to know about like their love, uh, or their love for one another. You know, we kind of saw in episode six, especially like when they land that kiss, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the reason for it lingering in this season is Loki needs a reason as like a, a compelling character to not want to take the throne, right. To not want to like do what he has to do right. to take on this burden. Right? right. And like, he's, he's good with Mobius, right? Like he loves Mobius, but he doesn't like love Mobius. Right. He, right. he seems to really love Sylvie. Um, narcissistic love. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's that's why it's got to linger there. And like him looking back before he does what he's got to do, it's it's appropriate that it's it's Mobius. Yeah, but it's also Sylvia are the last two characters that he sees yeah. before he journeys into mystery. Yeah, um, which those two scenes are really awesome. Let's I want to talk about earlier in the episode real quick. Sure. Because I, I feel like the last three things we're going to talk about are that scene with Mobius, the scene with Sylvie, and then the scene mm -hmm. with He Who Remains. Yeah. Were there any... Oh, gosh. Like, the moments before, right? So, like, the, the important parts of the episode, right? I think the beginning, obviously, when we really figure out what's going on, right? Where he's buying seconds and minutes, days and weeks, and then finally he gets the centuries later thing, right? Like, that is kind of like a piece of the episode, right? Like, I feel like... Once he's, we establish the centuries later, and then we're in this longer scene where we're watching Victor Timely like take slow steps out on the bridge, and Loki is obviously like we can tell how far along he's gotten because he's just standing there like 
good job. You're doing great. Uh-huh. You can do this. You're, I know you can. You're so brave. You're, you're being so, so brave. brave. <laughs> like, so monotone because he's witnessed it hundreds of times. And the little quips in between. <laughs> millions. Like, like, like millions. Sorry. Yeah, millions of times. Like, And the little quips in between like, hey, Victor, don't forget. Don't put. You can't place it on the bridge because it will roll off. Like all the little things that like he's telling you all the little things that went wrong over the millions of tries. Um, <laughs> because it's just like one thing after another that he's had to prepare for. And, um, really just phenomenal acting job, right? By Hiddleston. I mean, he's such a good job, like getting that all across and making you believe that he's done this so many times that he's exhausted <laughs> with all of these extra little details that he has to tell him. But we're in this long scene, right? And so like longer scene where, Victor Timely's walking out and he gets there and he, and he puts the, uh, the device, I forget what the hell the device is called now. Um, oh my God. The, uh, the th throughput multiplier. Throughput yeah. multiplier. I don't know the how I did that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I did it. Actually. Bravo. I I heard, I heard Victor <laughs> Timely's voice. Victor Timely. The throughput multiplier. Multiplier. <laughs> um, puts it in, like presses the button, shoots it in. And comes all the way back, and and uh, and we think, oh, okay, this is how it's going to be done. Like, literally, like I was like, okay, great. Like they figured it out. Uh, what happens next, right? And we find out pretty quickly that um, what happens next is the branches are infinite, which means it's a scaling problem. Which means there are always going to be more branches, no matter how big, how much bigger you make the loom, it will always be too small for how many branches are coming. And this is fascinating to me because I was just reading a book a couple months ago called Zero, The Biography <laughs> of a Dangerous Idea, which mm. is literally about like black holes and how zero is an infinite number and you can't divide by it. And the next thing I know is Victor Timely's like, it's it would be like dividing by zero. And I was just like, ah, oh, this is great. I love when like TV shows line up with books I'm reading. <laughs> So anyway, that was a little geek moment for me, but um, I love it. Geek out, man. Geek out. Fly that flag. But like, it's such an important, it was such like a cool thing. You're just like, holy shit. Like, this is such a bigger problem than we were thinking. It's just like, now what? My point is Wait. that this is like another section, right? So like mm -hmm. from here on and, um, but I'm curious, like what you have to say. Well, I, I wanted to ask you about that. So something I, I, I can't tell if it bothers me or not. Um, it, it, about like, so I, I like the problem, right? The problem makes sense to me. I, my issue with the problem is like, we have at least two geniuses in the room. And then there's Loki, who's been studying this for like forever. But granted, he's been learning from the two geniuses, right? Yeah. So like you, I think it's safe to say like, he hasn't applied, at least at this point, has not applied his own critical thinking and his intelligence on the situation is dependent on the two teachers, right? So. I'm confused as to why that our two teachers here have not considered that it's infinite. Like, I, like, what do you, what do we mean? Like, we're surprised by that. I, I want to ask you, yeah. like, what? That's did what? Do you think that that made sense? Was there something I missed? Like, I think, I think the reason. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, so you're totally right it feels like it kind of comes at like, it's like an extra detail that was like, well, how come we didn't already know that? Right. It was like, wait, I thought, I thought we were good. I thought you guys knew and, this. And I, I, knew I imagine, this. and I imagine the reason is the, the throughput multiplier 
is sending them different data than what they were getting from the loom. That's the only thing I can think of that would make it not feel like they should have already known, right? Mm -hmm. So there's some kind of, because when he's looking at the data, he's like, wait, but the data doesn't line up. There's something, you know, he says like, there's something wrong with the data or it's not lining up. And then Loki's confused. Like that doesn't make any sense. We increase the throughput three times or whatever. Like it should be perfect and it's not. And then that's when like, the light bulb clicks in Victor Timely's head and he's like, it's infinite. And they're like, oh no, <laughs> like, oh yeah, <laughs> like, it is infinite. We're screwed. <laughs> like, so that would be the only thing I can think of is that the data reading from the throughput multiplier is different than what the reading is from the loom. And that's why they didn't know it was infinite until that moment. That's what I'm going with at least. If I had to give them a I'll reason. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. I, I, I need something. They're too smart yeah. to have messed that up. It's like, yeah. I, I knew this. Why didn't you guys know yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> what's the so wh where do we go from there right so that happens and then loki so from from that point that's that's when loki realizes it, like when he hears sylvie talk like uh this is always going to happen because i killed he who remains yeah uh and he returns to that scene at the end of time that's right yeah this this is like <sighs> oof. oh hang on before before we move on to that because i had a similar feeling remember what i said about like the <gasps> like i kept having those moments uh yeah. okay so like Victor walking out on, you know, out to put place the throughput multiplier uh, yeah. on the, the shot thing. Um, I that, that whole scene, like, I mean, like, I know he has to succeed at some point or maybe I had seen him fail so many times that like I was just like, oh, no, what if he fails again? I was so nervous during that scene. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't even really fully explain why I was just so nervous. And then like finally, like we're in this scene that we're about to talk about with Sylvie and he who remains. And I'm getting the same like feeling of doom and anxiety yeah. of I'm just like, yeah. it's all fruitless. Nothing matters. Like we're screwed. <laughs> like There's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah. Um, and I loved that feeling. I loved that they were able to make that, to give me that, you know, like it yeah. really did feel hopeless throughout this whole episode. It did. And it's so good. And uh, Jonathan Majors is just phenomenal, right? Like, God damn, he I'm is. So, I'm so glad we got extra he who remains scenes. Like was, I, I honestly, I wasn't necessarily expecting that. Right. Like I, we, you called it gr perfectly with him going back to the end of time. And he did go back to the end of time in real time and also in the past. So like he went there twice, technically in multiple, I mean, millions of times really, but um, <laughs> my goodness, but it was so cool to get more here who main scenes. And these were so well done. Like obviously there are a ton of different scenes of him trying to stop Sylvie and Sylvie and him fighting and Sylvie just succeeding every single time. And then eventually, eventually, he says something to Loki or Loki looks at he who remains and, and is just, and is like, uh, what does he say to him? He says, um, why don't you just stop her <laughs> or whatever? Like, why do you, why do you always let her, why do you never fight back is what he says actually. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. Why do you never fight back? And this like makes, this makes he who remains perk up. Cause at, uh, up until that moment, he didn't know how many times Loki had been there himself. I don't think. I no, I, I don't think so. It was it was the tip off of he says, why don't you ever fight back? Because right. Loki is tipping him off saying like, yeah, right. I know how this goes. And right. he remains like, ah, OK, this is the man. This is the man I was waiting for. Right. Um, I've been waiting for him. Yeah. I've been waiting for him for a long time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so he freezes. He freezes. Uh, 
Sylvie, right? And then and Loki's like, like so surprised that he can even do that. And and uh, he who remains, you know, quips at him. He's like, oh, you haven't figured out how to stop time yet, <laughs> or slow it, you know, slow it down enough to freeze it. A little quip, and um, and then they just get into this real real convo about like what is actually happening. And he who remains explains to him basically that like, you know, I told you that I would always have a way to basically be reincarnated like this is always how it's going to go there's either the sacred timeline or there's a multiversal war um and at some point during the same scene right like loki's really actually playing him a little bit because oh, a lot of it a lot of it and i'm forgetting the order of things now can you pick, pick so, up my slides? yeah 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 so 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 from that point um you know he's you know, he remains is putting what appears to be all of his cards on the table and right. uh, basically saying like, yeah, I played you. I, you know, I, I did right. all this. And then, you know, he unfreezes Sylvie and he's like, yeah, come back to me. Like when you like can be serious. And then right. Loki freezes Sylvie, Sylvie revealing yeah, yeah. Right. what makes you think this is the first time first we've time. spoken, you know, right. like that was such a great yeah, turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I, and then he who remains like puts a tally in the air for Loki. It's like, ah, oh, you got me. <laughs> I loved that because it felt like such a it felt like such a turnaround from where from where Loki was at the beginning of the season. Yeah, where he was just terrified of this guy, right? Right. And like finally, like after like centuries of like trying over and over again and failing and losing because Lokis are always destined to lose. Right. Uh, He's finally he able to, yeah, he's like, he's able to be on equal ground as this guy. Yeah. And know? this is very uh, important too, because it shows that there is some vulnerability to he who remains in his plans. Mm -hmm. Right. If we're to, if we're to believe that he actually did get got by Loki in that moment. Right. I, no, I think he has to, because at that point they're beyond the threshold of him knowing yeah, what's yeah, about yeah. to happen. You're right. You're right. You're right. Great point. You know Great what that was interesting point. though? You know what that was interesting? And I'm, I'm glad you said that because that that reminded me of a thought I had because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is happening beyond the threshold. He doesn't know what's happening. There is one specific scene though that happens that does not happen before the threshold. It's in the elevator yeah. when Lo our Sylvie tries to stab him and current Loki uh stops her and if you recall the way that scene is supposed to go is sylvie is supposed to swing but he has his temp pad pre-programmed and he ends up behind them she swings yeah. again and then he teleports out of the elevator but that's not what happens in that scene she yeah. goes to swing loki stops him or stops sylvie and he who remains just like laughs he's just like ah! <laughs> really <laughs> weird, creepy laugh like <laughs> yeah which was interesting because like if he wrote that scene that means he wrote two different scenes yeah you know what i mean right uh <laughs> fascinating fascinating yeah. uh, where are we where are we um i don't know man it's all timey-wimey mumbo jumbo <laughs> at this point <laughs> so but we, we do need to talk more about their conversation right between Loki yes, yes. and he who remains so like essentially 
the main points are that we have two choices and it's kill like he who remains gives loki a choice he's like you have to either kill sylvie or it's multiversal war basically telling loki he's the one who has to sit on the throne and keep the sacred timeline going or it's multiversal war hundreds of variants of myself are coming like and like loki is like you know defeated because it's just a terrible choice right like well, there there is one point there that you're forgetting, um, or you're there. Just needs a little elaboration. Is the uh, the loom, if it yeah. if it is destroyed, there's a fail safe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, if yeah, it, yeah. the TVA yeah. is destroyed, right? It, it prunes the rest of the timelines and keeps the sacred timeline intact, right? So I'm so glad you're bringing this up. So this so that means that in the previous episode. When we saw the those timelines being in, in disintegrated, right? Those were actually just the branch timelines being disintegrated, which means that there was a sacred timeline to go to in that moment. And remember when Sylvie, at the end of the last episode, or towards the end of the last episode, she's like, there's nowhere left to go because they all think that all of time is gone. But there was somewhere left to go they could have gone to the sacred timeline technically right based based on that that's what i got from what 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 he remains was saying was that like when the loom the failsafe of the loom means that the sacred timeline will exist the tva gets destroyed but you can rebuild that which means like loki could have just time slipped to the sacred timeline and Sylvie could have used a tempad to go to the sacred timeline, but they didn't think they could or whatever. And it also means that all of those scenes weren't even on the sacred timeline in the last episode. None of them were because I, yeah, I don't think any of them were. Yeah. They were all branch timelines. So super fascinating. Right. Hmm. Um, but that's what that implies is that there was technically a place to go, which would have been the sacred timeline, in which case they would have figured it out on, you know, in that way but they they were um they didn't know i guess or they right well or they didn't know about the maybe fail safe, a, right right they didn't know about yeah the, yeah they didn't know that the fail safe created kept the sacred timeline going they had no clue so they, that's why yeah. they wouldn't know to go to it it's fat it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it really becomes like an issue at the end of uh him trying to save his friends right uh because yeah. they're going to be in the tva that it's going to be destroyed um or you know they can let they could they could let them be destroyed and infinite amount of branch timelines uh or you could kill sylvie and stop it all from happening um okay. yeah it's it's a uh what, what do you call that it's a, it's the trolley problem Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's the trolley problem. It's the trolley uh, problem, hundred percent. Yeah, and what Loki's solution to this, and I am jumping the gun a bit here, is to just take the train tracks away from the equation and just take them with you. Just take the train tracks with you and walk away. Walk, make yeah. your own path. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you solve the trolley problem. That was so like fascinating like i think i think we can talk about that now right or i guess we should talk about we should talk about the how you know the scene with mobius and sylvia real quick although not too 
like not too long, I guess, because they're just really they were just yeah, we really can... nice scenes. You know, they were kind of like yeah. I think we can be quick about and... it. I I do want to say one more thing about the he remain scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, like you said earlier, I I love Jonathan Majors uh, in this role. Uh, I mean, you and I were captivated uh, with For All Time Always last year, or yeah, you know, a couple years ago when Loki came out. Um, and it was because of this. It was it was probably the climax of any Marvel thing that had the least amount of action. And it was like the climax I loved the most. And it was all because of Jonathan Majors. And like you said, it was so great to see him back in this role. Um, and it was neat to see him not only do like the whole like Wizard of Oz thing like he did in episode six of the first season, but also to kind of just shoot the shit with Loki like like yeah. you know like loki's talking about these problems and he's like well it's not a problem and like you know they're going over right. like they're just like problem solving together and i just i right. loved that it's like right you know they're just kicking it back they're like yeah we got time to talk about this yeah sure yeah. um <laughs> it was it was great <laughs> i loved that interaction it was so different than their first interaction it was so it was so good it's uh, so well done um i i want more of that scene really yeah, like me too where they're just trying to solve the problem and he remains just like look i have solved the problem i've literally done <laughs> yeah. this. Like, you're talking you're trying to solve a problem that i have already solved you just don't mm -hmm. like the solution but it's the only solution and the other side of the solution is multiversal war and i can tell you that's not great so like <laughs> pick one you know like literally pick one loki and mm -hmm. um he did pick one and you know we're going to a multiversal war baby uh, yeah unfortunately for all the people in in that you know part of the world and universe and timelines it's not going to be great but fortunately for us and all the other marvel fans in the world it's going to get crazy <laughs> so let's i'm here for it um so yeah, the uh the let's do the Mobius scene first. Yeah. Uh this yeah, we was, uh, go back to episode one, Glorious Purpose. Episode one, yeah. And and we're in the room in the interview room, right? When he's first talking to Mobius, and this is the room that they showed Loki time slipping to quickly um in the previous episode. Yeah, you're Remember, right. He was time yeah. slipping every he was time slipping everywhere that the variants of the TVA people were. Except that room we didn't know what it was. Because mm -hmm. there was that's the room he was time slipping to. So we got an answer to it. This this which nice. we yeah. just didn't we good, just didn't good call. We just didn't recognize it from last season, really is all. Mm -hmm. I don't think we were supposed to we you know I guess either way, it was either we recognize it or you'll you'll remember, you know, during this episode what that room was. But so that's the room. And um, yeah, that was just like a, a wholehearted scene, you know, just like. Well, we we do get a we do learn some new information in this scene, right? Oh, yeah. We get a we get a, a background on Mobius uh, and he, it's not clear that he's talking about himself at first, uh, but basically him you know, telling Loki about like the the problem with burden and, and the weight of burden, right? When there's a purpose, a glorious purpose that, you know, you're supposed to <laughs> maintain that responsibility, right? Great power, great responsibility, right? right. That's basically what he's talking about. Right. Uh, and yeah, and he, he hesitates looking at an eight-year-old boy, which I think that was a great choice given what we know about what Mobius's variant is. Right. Given that, you know, he has boys, right? 
and the calamity that happens because, you know, he, you know, he hesitated, he faltered, right? He faltered for a moment and it led to the deaths of uh, his comrades. Uh, and of course, you know, the, the badass who got, has to finish the job is Renslayer, Renslayer yeah. uh, which is a surprise to no one. Uh, that she's right. like, eight-year-old boy, right. send another. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please. I'm just giving them out for free. I'll prune, out, I'll prune all the little boys. <laughs> she has no heart. <laughs> I, can't, I want to, but I can't clip that for sure. It's, there's no way. It's just, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't I, yeah. No. If we ever do get monetized, well, that will get us demonetized. <laughs> That's demonized. Uh <laughs> um don't God. prune us youtube right. <laughs> no yeah that that's great don't prune us youtube ah <laughs> oh, that's gonna be my intro awesome <laughs> nice um <laughs> i will say though when they mentioned renslayer i was like oh shoot renslayer was a thing last episode like i totally forgot that she was pruned and like probably at the end of time so I, and when I mentioned her name, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to, we probably get an answer now for what happened to her because they brought her up. Um, but yeah, that scene ends with Loki standing up, shaking Mobius's hand. And then that timeline gets incinerated. Um, and then he goes to Sylvie, mm-hmm. right? He, he goes, goes to Sylvie, Sylvie uh, at Ouroboros's workshop or- on the Ouroboros's branch wor- timeline. On a branch yeah. timeline. Yep. And um, that was such a, this scene was a little heartbreaking, right? Cause like he explains to her the situation and she's like, she's such an interesting case to me. Like she has all the evidence. She knows what he's telling her is true. And she is so adamant on the free will thing. And like, she's so adamant to not see the bigger picture, but to her, the bigger picture is free will not multiversal war, right? Like to her Mm -hmm. having the choice is the bigger picture, not, not having stability. Right. What it's just like, such like an incredible, like pull and tug of two characters. Right. I I really, yeah, I really enjoy that. It's like, yeah, you're trying to save everything, but like, what's it worth if everything is horrible? Um, Right. It's, it's a, it's a good point to raise uh i'm not necessarily saying i agree i i do for the record but um but yeah it's it's a really interesting point to bring up especially at the end of all things right right um you know good for sylvie for sticking to her guns you know at the end of all things you can't say that she's a hypocrite well i guess she is kind of a hypocrite (laughs) but but she stuck to her guns man yeah and she was like you want my permission i won't (laughs) I won't. I won't give you my permission to kill me or something yeah. or whatever she it's says. It's a you know? blessing. You're not gonna get. Blessing. You're not gonna. You're, you're, not, gonna, you're not gonna get yeah. my blessing. Come on now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Go kill me. That's fine. But really, like this, Sylvie making her case right there is, I think, what changed Loki's mind. It made him make the decision. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what? I know what I have to do. And what an incredible ending. Uh, he, he goes back to those moments when. Victor Timely is supposed to walk down the stairs and walk out the bridge. And instead he walks down himself, locks the door so no one can follow him, uses his magic to open up the doors 
and then walks out without any protection. Which like oh, we called that, remember? You and I called that. We we said we were like maybe there's something about like Asgardian like DNA yeah. that makes them like a little resilient to it. Right, right. Because like yeah, because the whole Ares part's like, well, he could have done that himself the first time, you know? <laughs> like, if he's... Well, I, I thought about that. Well, I was like, well, why didn't he do it the first time? Well, it was it was because like he didn't he didn't really know first off that he yeah. was going to be a okay, right? And then like right. B, like I think in the back of Loki's mind, like he's the only one who can save everything, which is true. And if like if he's wrong, then like that's the end of everything, right? right? Right. And at that there's, moment, no, there's no time slipping out of that. Right. And at that moment, it was just like, this is this is the option. And I know that this is what I have to do. And it's going to work, basically. And that's a really awesome scene, though, because he's walking out and he's like, tr- you know, transforming into into Loki. And he's, we get the horns back. We get like a new outfit. Yeah, King Loki. We get King. Is that what it is? King Loki? Hey, he's King- got his kingly attire. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, because he's sitting on a throne, right? That's yeah. We'll call him yeah. King Loki. That's a good point. We get King Loki, amazing, a uh, new suit or whatever, and a new attire, and uh, ver- and and yeah, then he he just disintegrates the loom, gets rid of the failsafe, and all of a sudden we just get like webs of multiversal branches, just webs everywhere, and um such a weird scene, but like really really cool, and it's just silent everything's quiet and then he just starts grabbing them and he starts sending his signal through and i guess he was doing that to try to find the end of time so he could go sit on his throne while also pulling the branches away from the tva right putting them in back into the rightful place which is chaos (laughs) which by, by the way um as he was walking out and like he takes on like a a more classic look for Loki um, and, you know, he's using his magic. I immediately thought back to the journey into mystery episode uh, with um, when he's met all his other variants. And there's the older Loki played by Richard Grant, um, who like tells him, I, I think him and like the other Lokis, he's like, when they're all talking about like their gimmicks or whatever, uh, he's like, nonsense, a Loki's true power comes from his sorcery. Uh, and then, of course, like he goes out like a badass yeah. uh, fighting uh, Eliath and p- or putting on like that amazing illusion. Right. Yeah. And then, like as Eliath like overcomes him, it's him screaming out glorious purpose. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's all I kept hearing as Loki was like slowly kind of transforming into Richard Grant with just glorious yeah. purpose. Uh, amazing yeah i mean nothing else to say right like he he's he's collecting the branches and he he dramatically takes his stairwell to his throne and um yeah he takes the throne sitting at the end of time as you called basically and and uh now we're waiting we're just waiting for the multiversal war to begin and then of course we get we get an after, right? It's like, okay, well what's na- what's happening now? Yeah, the epilogue. And we get this cool visual of, you know, it's no longer a loom, it's the tree. Yeah. 
from you know, from Thor, uh, from uh, Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's absolutely just, right. It's the tree, and the trunk is Loki, basically sitting yeah. at the trunk of this tree, and he is essentially sending the branches out into the multiverse, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, we which get yeah, the- for for all the times we have talked about branches, it is amazing that this is the first tree that we yeah. actually see. Uh, it was a really neat idea. Yeah, first tree. Finally, we get the branches line up with what <laughs> they're coming from now. Um, and yeah, we get the after scenes, which it the you know the the episode up until that moment was so chaotic and loud and frightening and like all over the place. And then the second that Loki takes the throne and we get the after, we get the, you know, the, the cue card for what happens after. Um, it's so quiet. Like it's like peace. It's peaceful. It's quiet. But what we really know is that it's the calm before the storm, basically like, one storm's gone (laughs) figured it out but now like the big one's coming basically Mm -hmm. but it was like so eerie how quiet like the rest of the scenes were in the episode it was so weird um and uh but yeah i mean most of it is business as usual the the main difference really is that mobius has decided to leave the tva for a while maybe for good and he wants to explore what the whole point of it all has been he wants to know what he's been fighting for for all those years, and um, and yeah. Uh, but before that, there's a moment with D D B fifteen and Mobius where they're talking about you know their mission now is to find all the He Who Remains variants is the TVA's main mission now. Yeah, and there's a moment where Mobius is like, oh, there was something on six one six but it seems like they took care of it, <laughs> which I imagine that they're talking about uh, Quantumania. Yeah, and, that seems and like Kang, it. I think is who they were talking about. They, mm-hmm. But did they say a branch of 616 or did they, they say 616? Ooh. I'm not sure. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go back and check. <sighs> we have to watch the episode again. I, I, thought oh, yeah. that he said, I thought he mentioned a branch, 616, and I was like, wait, if they're talking about Quantumania... Yeah. Does that mean it was just a, it was wasn't actually our six one six? So so hang on, I I'm I'm willing to bet that he just said six one six because I don't think I don't think we have branches anymore. I don't think that there is like a sacred timeline anymore with what Loki has done. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, he said six one six. Maybe he said six one six a, which would mean then it's probably the normal six one six because it's the first one. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I heard something, but regardless, either way, yeah, I think I, you're right. I think it's supposed to be a about reference. Quantum Mania, and yeah, which is cool. Um, so it was cool. We got that little thing there, and and yeah, but then yeah, Mobius wants to go back and you know see what the timeline is like and what he's been fighting for. And Sylvie has no clue. She's like, I'm just gonna do whatever, you know, <laughs> like. She gets to I mean, be... She told us, right? She she wants to try everything. Maybe yeah. continue to work at McDonald's. They're right. one cash register uh, person short now. She just <laughs> she just she just left. She didn't even put it in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the hell, Sylvie. 
you stab god and then you just walk out on your job like jeez uh, man so unbelievable crazy. yeah <laughs> totally oh <laughs> uh, man um I think what I find so interesting about the ending is the way f- the first season ends. Uh, you know, there is there is a question about who has free will, right? Uh, and Renslayer at one point even says, like, I'm going to find free will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's talking about he who remains. Like, she's trying to find he who remains. Because, like, as Sylvie brings up, like, the only person who has free will is the person who controls everyone else. And the way that this season ends is like a direct argument to that. It's like, well, it could be that no one has free will except the person who rules it all, or everyone can have free will except the person who's holding it all together. Wow. So Loki, Loki with his glorious purpose, he kind of loses out. He loses out on his own free will, right? Uh, I mean, it was his choice, and that's it was a great choice, but yeah, well said. he's kind of well a prisoner. Said. Well said. That's brilliant. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's... Loki, man. That's a great place to end it on, in my opinion, I think. I, was there I think anything so else you wanted to talk about? Uh, anything that, that we forgot? We do have to do I grades. Will... This is the end of a, a show, so we get to, we get yes. to score it. Yes, that's but true. Before that, um, was there anything else? Um yeah um i thought it was funny that we went to the void and we got to see renslayer eat it yeah right (laughs) um (laughs) that was not necessary but thank you i i I enjoyed that but um the the little relic from i guess another the previous multiversal war sitting on the ground there did you see that yeah always all time always all time always that that had to be like a relic from a previous war battle or something yeah maybe agreed this is very interesting yeah, sorry. There is one thing, um, one thing that I thought we were going to answer and we never really did. Um, so in episode one, season two, Ouroboros, um, when Loki, the first scene of that episode is Loki running away from the TVA. But if you recall, at the end of episode six of season one in the finale, when he ends up in that era, they're talking about all the different branch timelines that are just coming out of the woodwork. Right. And we're led to believe that that's the current timeline. We don't know at the time yet that that's the past. Mm -hmm. Right. Later in the second season, we learn that's the past. And I thought, Oh, okay, we're going to learn what that is. Like what was going on there? Like why was the branch timeline thing happening back then? And he erased everybody's memories. Was that the multiversal war? And was the TVA mm. part of that? Mm. I don't know. Well, yeah, that no, you're absolutely right, though. That that was what it was, because at the beginning of. Episode five of this season, when Renslayer and he who remains are talking at the end of time, they they showed us that flashback scene of them talking and he remains saying that she did a great job with you know helping during this war and you know she was a big part of the victory and that she needed to go back to the TVA now he was going to be right behind her and then that's when he wiped her memory that must have been what it was mm. that makes a lot of sense right that that was the multiversal war uh, i think so 
that makes sense. That's crazy. Very cool. Mm. <laughs> we'll get more. We'll get more. Or as uh, yeah. uh, he who remains would say, see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> All right. See you let's, soon. Do, let's do grades for the series. Yeah. What is it? Oh, I always forget. You guys, you always have to remind so, me. Out of 10, yeah, out of 5? Movies we do 5, series we do 10. It's been a while since we've done this. We have not graded something in a while because of, yeah, we, anyway. Well, the last time was uh, Secret Invasion, and my, what a stark contrast this is. <laughs> oh, wait, did we grade Ahsoka? Oh, we did grade Ahsoka. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Oh, that was a good show. That was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you remembered a bad show. <laughs> I did. I did remember a bad show. But you know what? It just left a sour taste in my mouth that I haven't been able to get out. Yeah. Ugh. It's okay. Secret invasion. Um, I'll go first. I really loved Loki. I think Loki, it was my number two favorite show of all the MCU shows. Uh, it is now definitely number one. Um, at number two, originally it was WandaVision, but WandaVision, for as great as it is and as creative as it is, for me, it just doesn't kind of stick the ending. I think the climax is a little lost um, with it being a Dragon Ball Z fight at the end. <laughs> Loki is not that. Uh, Loki Loki nails the ending, I think. Um, I think there are some hiccups, especially with the second episode of season six, um, which definitely still feels like something's missing there. But overall... This is a great show. I, I'm simping and maybe I'm just so excited from like what I've just watched, but I'm giving it a nine, dude. Like I, I nice. love this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I wanted to go a little higher. I w- <laughs> this is the best TV show that they've done. And this is Glory the best. Scoring. This is the best season of a TV show that they have done. It's better than season one of Loki. It's the best season they've done of any TV show in the MCU. Today, no, no arguments. There's like, if anyone wants to argue me on that, argue against me on that, please, you better come with some evidence. Uh, I'm going to go with a 9.2. It's a 9.2 out of 10. It's fantastic. Uh, (laughs) I, it's sad how it ended because I think you're correct about there not being a Loki season three at the moment. At the moment. This is setting up this multiversal war situation. We're going to get a ton of new variants of Kang and he who remains and all that. We're going to see a bunch of different Lokis, I imagine. So we're still going to get some Hiddleston. We're going to see this version of Loki again. I don't know when, but there's no way that he just sits there the whole time, especially if it's going against him and his friends towards the end right like we're gonna get this multiverse of war and if the kang if the he who remains variants are winning i imagine he he comes to save the day maybe i don't know but it's a 9.2 it's a fantastic show and yeah now we get to go watch the marvels over the next week and do that at some point indeed uh before we close this i do want to share i just remembered it what was absolutely my favorite line of this whole episode. And there was a lot of great dialogue in this episode, but the the line that just got a a great chuckle out of me. um, (laughs) He who remains talking about like his contingency plans to always survive. And like, you know, the fact that Loki has seen him die a bunch of times (laughs) just rattles out. Oh yeah. You know, (laughs) 
R.I.P. H.W.R. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid, but I loved it. I loved it so much. (laughs) It even took me a second. I was like, oh, (laughs) Uh, I didn't get it till just now. It's that's great. That's so good. Oh man, fantastic! What a show! Well done, yeah. Marvel. Good job. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it gets some of the media off their back. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, you know, I, we we can talk more about this later. Uh, the Marvels is coming in a bit mixed. I'm very interested yeah. to review that with you. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, I guess that I guess that will be the next thing that we talk about on this show. Yeah, we got to try to do that within the week. It's going to be tough. Next week's super busy. We we, uh, we got it. We got we'll it. Figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Any uh any other closing remarks, sir? Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. And as always, may the review be with you. Peace.